Well, hello there, friends and loyal listeners. You're here for another episode of Bridging the Digital Divide. This is Season 3, Episode 10. I can't believe we're already at Episode 10, Brad. I know. it's. I Yeah, I lost count a while ago. <laughs> I know. I have to keep checking with you. I'm like, what? I know we're Season 3, but what episode are we doing? All right. So this one is going to be Talking Toy Technology. Say that three times yeah. fast, right? <laughs> um, but it's mostly about dolls, talking dolls. We figured since it's the holiday season and people are purchasing lots of goodies, we might talk a little bit about some of the doll technology. Some of this stuff is kind of creepy. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. And I'm sure you, the loyal listener, will be surprised to hear that this technology began in the 1800s with somebody I think we all know. Yeah. Who is the guy? Thomas Edison, of course. So famous, right? <laughs> I wish I could have met him. He I know. seems like he would have been a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Either that yeah. or really weird, but still interesting Probably to be around. Probably <laughs> both, because, you know, genius is so sure. close to the edge, right? Um, but yeah, we hope that you're going to have a good holiday, and we hope you have a happy New Year. We'll get that right out of the way. We have a lot of cool stuff coming up for you next season. But we're going to talk first about talking dolls. So why? What, what made us sort of think we should do this episode? It's, it's a fun kind of technology because yeah. we do a lot of serious stuff and a lot of um, uh, not not fun. You know, I mean, it's, it's right. interesting stuff and people should know about the stuff. Very you know, serious. Like the, right. Like the, the, the dark web. Right. Yes. Stuff Ooh, like that. My favorite. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we just kind of thought we would uh, do a little bit of a lighter yeah. fair. And I think usually around the holidays last year, we did um, things we wanted to buy right. if, if money was no object yeah. for technology. But yeah. Um, tell us about how the talking doll actually came to be. I think I'm in my late 50s. Brad, I think you're what, around? 40. I'm 40. 40 yeah. Okay, so similar areas as far as like talking stuff. The first talking things yeah. I remember were those dolls that you could pull a string and oh, they would sure. talk. I did not realize that, yeah. that that technology went as far back as it oh, does. me neither. When I started yeah. researching, I was like, okay, maybe like the 50s That's or something, That's kind of what right? I was thinking yeah. too. Um, but no, so like in 1890, Edison had his, his Melno Park, right? He was just inventing all sorts of things. And in 1890, uh, the photograph had seen its second in- iteration before they were using um, t- uh, tinfoil cylinders. To, so you think of a, a record player, right? You have a needle that's scraping along. Um, yep. Well, it's now it's vinyl. But like that's how you get the sound is you have to have the needle scrape along a material. And so right. the first photographs used tinfoil. <laughs> Which I don't know why. It's I didn't kind of really inventive. Well, it. maybe that's all they had. You maybe, know? maybe. So I, it had, I guess it had to be a little bit of ma- a little malleable, right? And so tinfoil, you can bend it a little bit, right? But uh, in 1890s, wax replaced the uh, the tinfoil, which gave it both the malleability and the uh, the sturdiness. Mm-hmm. And so Edison apparently thought that this would be great for a kid's toy. So he took um, he miniaturized the phonograph, put it in the chest of a doll, and he had the first talking doll that would uh, would play. Um, um, like nursery rhymes, and and we'll, more on that a little later. Yeah, but it's, it's we pretty have interesting. the creepy, eerie, yeah. icky yeah. sound. Um, and if if you want to hear it, we're going to play it for you. But if you want to hear more, there's about five or six selections. And where these are going to be coming from is the National Park Service Thomas Edison National Historical Park in New Jersey has a site, and we were able to uh, Brad actually was able to mm-hmm. find those for us to hear. They're super creepy, and I can't wait you guys to hear them. Certainly nothing like the Tickle Me Elmos <laughs> no. of today. I, I don't know if Edison had any kids. I wonder what made him think about doing something like that. Yeah, that's a good question. And if you do um, 
Are you going to put up on the companion page some pictures of these dolls? Oh, yes. Yeah. So the the dolls itself are kind of creepy, too, really. God, yeah. And I... they actually have pictures of the insides, the guts, if you will, of these dolls and how they actually... Mm-hmm. It's pretty ingenious how we actually Absolutely. thought of putting the phonograph in mm-hmm. there. But the 1880s... Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. I, it's, technology, I've found, is always older than you think it is. Right. But sometimes, still, I'm surprised by how old technology actually can be. And new uses, I right. think. You know, somebody just says, what if we, or could we? Right. And then you can, right? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you want to listen to it now? Uh, sure, yeah, let's yeah, go let's for it. let's do it. Okay, so first I want to tell you guys at home, uh, when you hear this, you can say, oh, that sounds terrible. That's on purpose. <laughs> um, that is how these items were recorded, because you have to remember that they're from the 1800s. So um, I'm going to play the first one. It's Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. It's awful. <laughs> and here more. it comes. Let's see if I can get it. All righty, and here we go. We're going to go there and press play. Wow. <laughs> it's, I don't even know what to say. It's possessed. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder who he got to do the voiceover. He had, He actually had, in the article there that I found, it said that he had like schoolgirls to, to record these things. They sound, I all I can think of is Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, you know? sure. The, the TV show from way back when, you know, um, somebody very antiquated. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> right. It doesn't sound like a child. Here's another one that's even creepier. So this this is now I lay me down to sleep, which is you know that little um, nursery rhyme poem type thing that sometimes people say before bed. So this is even scarier. Yikes! All right, here we go. Kind of nice that they have these. Um, when you go to the site to look them up, if you do that, the National Historical Park of New Jersey site. They have a restored audio version and an original audio version. I'm using the restored version Mm -hmm. because the non-restored is even worse. All right, here we go. Well, they're certainly not going to get any Academy Awards for those performances. My goodness. I'm glad that we have that stuff, though, you know, to to listen to and to enjoy, if you will. I would use that, I think, for a horror movie if I were were a horror writer. (laughs) So what came after Edison and his grandiose ideas? So it took took like 30 more years from the 1920s, something called the Mama Doll was was created. And this is actually, this isn't using any kind of recording, thank God. Maybe they learned their lesson. Um, It's basically just using like a a cylindrical bellows. So you think about uh, an accordion. And so when when you squeeze the doll basically air comes out and right. supposedly it sounds like mama and that's what they called the I remember doll. those dolls mama yeah like that kind of creepy yeah yeah and one of them was called um let's see flossy flirt darling was the name of the <laughs> doll squeeze my leg and I cry well I would cry if you squeeze <laughs> my leg too but that's the mama dolls and they were um two dollars and 98 cents oh my god when they first came out 1920. 
Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Sort of, I guess they say, um, not, you know, nothing like the Cabbage Patch Kids or the Tickle Me Elmo or the Bratz dolls. But, uh, yeah, those dolls were around forever. It makes me also think of the dolls where the eyes would roll back in the heads, too. Oh, yeah. Like when you would lay it down, the eyes would kind of creepy, creepy stuff. Yeah. And then the next from there, I think, it's got to be, is it Chatty Cathy? I believe it is. Yeah. Yes. So let's go back over here. Let's see. That was would be 1959 to 1965. Yep. yep. Um, and more ability to talk. You right. Know, more, yeah. more things that they could say, and I think the dolls were prettier. Too. Right. So the so it basically used a phonograph, but instead of a cylinder, which was used in Edison's day, they now flattened it out into a disc. So inside of this doll is going to look like a record. Right. And, would, and uh, she she could say eleven things, yeah. like "Let's play house," "Change yeah. my dress." <laughs> I love it. And that was Mattel. Everybody knows oh, Mattel, yeah, famous. Mattel. They made a lot of other talking stuff. I know mm-hmm. we're talking about dolls today, but they had um, like the old McDonald thing where you would point a little pointer yep. at, yep. at the cow, and it would go, "The yep. cow says moo." Right. Yeah. I had one of those. Yay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody had those. Sure? Right. So that's the sixties. Yep. And then the 80s came along. Yeah. And we got Jill the Talking Doll. Yeah. Never heard of her. Me neither. So uh, it used a cassette tape. Like the one that I remember from the 80s was the Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, yeah. The bear. So they used the same kind of technology. It It was was really cute. Yeah. Do you remember what he used to say? I I don't. I I think it was songs. I think he had like a couple of songs and you could buy different tapes. I mean, the fun thing was it just used a cassette tape. So basically what you could do is you could put any tape in there. So Yeah. So if you want to put put like heavy metal in there, you could see like Teddy Ruxpin mouthing a heavy metal song. That's pretty funny. (laughs) I would think that would be good for the company, whoever makes Teddy Ruxpin, to sell it because... Then they could just sell you the tapes, right? And, and I think that's probably by the, yeah, the, the whole series yeah, of, absolutely. of that, right? Wow, yeah. And the '80s was really when a lot of developments with microprocessing happened, yeah. so that made it much easier to do that, you know. Yep. And then there was telephone Tammy, right? Yeah. So this was the first wireless technology, so you could actually call her. So she had a little phone, and you could call her. Um, uh, yeah, I couldn't find what they used to speak, but it is—it's the early '90s, so it might be like uh, it might be like a, a hard drive in the in their in the in the chest or wherever they store yep. the little speaking device. Yep, it says the idea of a talking doll on the phone is weird, but <laughs> she was clearly devised to create a sense of intimacy between the child and the doll to replicate the experience of chit-chatting with yeah. your best friend. Kind of cute. Yeah. And then there is my friend Kayla. Yeah. C A Y L A. Yeah. So this was it used an app, right? Because it's 2014 is oh, when this man. one was. So like you ha- you have an app, and so like the blue it makes a Bluetooth connection. Like if you have a wireless speaker or something for your phone, it's using this that technology, and it would connect to the internet. And um, there was a cloud-based service. That's why you needed to you needed the app, and so it would actually have a pretty good uh, interactivity. So you would ask it a question, and it must must have been doing like searches online for like keyword searches for appropriate responses um so yeah that probably that probably uh probably got hacked pretty quick <laughs> yeah i can i'm already thinking of thousands of things that you could do like when you make the calculator yeah. make words and oh, stuff right. <laughs> you know you type in numbers and you turn it upside down yep. it's hello yep. right yep. yeah i can imagine kids sitting around trying to think of ways to make that doll say things <laughs> yeah. that were inappropriate yeah. uh, what does she cost i don't know how much she was yeah i don't i couldn't um so I, let's see this doll connects to the internet using Bluetooth technology. Yep. It's similar to the Echo and Siri. So you ask it stuff. 
Yep. And any answers. I never saw her. I think I, I must have aged out in the doll yeah. world by then. I mean, we did have um, Barbies, but they never talked. We never had a talking Barbie. Do they house. have talking Barbies? Yeah. I don't know no. if they do. I'm know sure them. someone's going to write in and tell yes, us. Please. And if they don't, they probably will. But I do remember the G.I. Joe. Oh, sure. The, the pull string there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of unusual yep. for a, a boy's yeah. toy or, you know, whatever yeah. um, that did that. And we used to have our Barbies hang out with the G.I. Joes and stuff. Yeah, sure. You know? Yeah. And then uh, I guess we're going to go all the way up to uh, what's modern. I've got some modern stuff. So there's a company called Mechanoid, and you can actually build your own robot. So this isn't like making a doll, but I just thought it would be kind of neat to tell you guys about. Uh, It's $145 whopping dollars, but it comes with all the pieces, and you can build it. And this company that makes it, they are famous for the Erector set, which was introduced in 1913, if you can believe that. So it's kind of, you know, build your own robot, and it comes with all the pieces, and then you just kind of put it all together, and it will respond to your voice commands with more than 10,000 pre-programmed phrases, including jokes and fun facts. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, And, you know, because it can respond to active listening, you you get more bang for your buck with that. And I guess that's kind of nice from a science aspect. If your kid is really into that, you know, they can build their own. I kind of like that. Do you have anything else that you can think of? So I remember, I think it was the late 90s, you had the Furbies. Remember those oh, little yeah, Furbies? yeah, yeah, those yeah. Those were really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, we did have a couple of those. And I think it was, wasn't that around when Gremlins, the movie came out too, I think? I think or maybe the, they make me think of Gremlins. Gremlins was the why. late 80s, but I think they did have a sequel in like the 90s. Yeah. So, yeah. So I remember um, my sister had one and it like in the middle of the night just started talking for no reason. I'm oh, sure geez. there was something we did to it to make it. I know there were instructions. You had to talk to it so often. Right. Or you had to do this or do that. And then they would talk to each other, too. Like if you brought your friend's Furby over, it would talk in oh, Furby wow. language to the other one. Oh, it was extremely <laughs> scary. It's funny, too. I wonder about toy makers, what, what their personality type must be. Because some of these toys, they're cool, but they're, they're also kind of scary a little bit. Yeah, you know? I remember doing research on on it, and the creator, of the Furby, um, took inspiration from the Tamaguchi. I was just gonna bring that up to yeah, you. Yeah, so I, my sister yeah. had one, and it like kept dying because she forgot about it. Right. It's like well, that's a really, I guess it, it's better than like getting a pet and right. getting defeated. But right. man, and I think that was sort of the Tomagashi. For those of you who don't know, it was like a little handheld device right and it was like sort key, of? it was like it was on a keychain so yeah. it, looked, it was shaped like a little egg and it had a black and white lcd screen right. and you would have to like press a button and like a black dot would pop out and the little creature would eat it so like, right. it would stay alive and you'd like put it to sleep or stuff like that yeah. so you had to, like care for it but it was huge for like one or two years i remember my, my sister really they were did. really all the rage yeah. i know everybody had one but see i was a little bit older by the yeah. time those came out plus Technology was never really my thing. Right. Sorry. But, you know, uh, now look at me, right? Because of Brad. <laughs> but um, the Tomagashi thing, I think that would be good because, you know, they do in school a class where they give you an egg and they make you pretend oh, yeah, it's sure. a baby to take mm-hmm. care of it. That would be great because if the Tomagashi dies, it shows that you're not yeah. ready right. to, like, be a caregiver <laughs> full time, right. you right. know? Um, yeah. That was a. Definitely a cool toy. Yeah. And it must have. And I think I remember it was fairly expensive. And then I think there were a few ripoffs made of course. that people had that of weren't course. quite as good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that didn't talk to you. 
It really no. did nothing. No, yeah, except really eat, <laughs> eat and yeah. sleep. I think I is mean, what it, I did. isn't that funny though? Because you never know what's really gonna yeah. make it in the market, like the pet rock. You know, right. Some, somebody comes up with that, or right. or you know, the smiley face symbol like yep. that we still use today. Yeah. So you just really never know yeah. what's gonna make it. But those tomagashis were a big deal. They were. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and uh, I think it was in, I think it was the first second year in high school. Tickle Me Elmo was the big the big yes. deal. Yes. Now I remember that people couldn't get those. Yeah, people and were that, mad. You know, they were very upset. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's an interesting concept too. I watched a documentary recently on Elmo. Oh, interesting. Um, about the creator and then um, you know how that voice came to be yeah. and it was fascinating. Yeah. It was on Netflix. I don't remember what it was called, <laughs> but it was really good and it just talked about how they created that voice and they made it so user-friendly and how yeah. Elmo was about hugs. And yeah. he was the first uh, of the those characters from Sesame or that offshoot of Sesame that was more oriented towards hugging people. Yeah. All the other ones were friendly, yep. but he was the first one that actually was all about oh, hugs. And so they used him a lot in kids with cancer or other terminal oh, illnesses sure. and stuff like that to give hugs and to kind of help them feel like they had someone cheering them on. Yeah. So interesting uses for toys sometimes that mm-hmm. we don't think of, mm-hmm. you know, and they're always coming up with new stuff. Um, there's an interactive doll out there now. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, is it Moxie? Moxie that we wanted right. to do a show on. Yeah. Um, but Moxie said, no, they didn't want to be on, but that's okay. <laughs> we still love you, Moxie. But that is, uh, I think it's marketed towards kids on the spectrum or yes. with autism. And it's like a little friend and yeah. it actually, helps the child comfort and assimilate more into the world comfortably right. and it gives uh, the child little tasks to perform uh, things like you know uh, today we're going to do a journey Moxie will tell your child and it'll say go get pen and paper yeah. or crayons and then it will ask the child to make a loving note for someone in the family yeah. so some children with those types of disorders have issues with connecting. So those toys help to actually teach the child how to do that. So that stuff is great, great. but it doesn't replace personal interaction. And, you know, we want to make sure we don't endorse anything. We are not experts. We say that all the time. We're just having fun researching stuff for you. But the Moxie doll is very expensive, as you would expect, because it does a lot of things. But it's nice that there are tools out there to use that can help. You know? Yeah, I think the gamification is huge nowadays, right? So it's just giving rewards or like um, medals or whatever about like ta- learning tasks. And that's really right. what that reminds me of is, is almost the gamification of like therapy almost. Right. Like this person, this child needs to learn how to cope with the real world. Right. And it, kids can be cruel. Yes. So you, you, this is a, you know, a fun way right. to be able to learn a valuable skill. Listen, I wanted to buy one for myself. Yeah, I, oh yeah. Okay, because right. the thing, it's really, really cute. <laughs> um, Moxie, like the drink from the olden days. Yes. A- adorable little thing, and it does all kinds of stuff, and it's just so cute. And I, I wrote to them and said, yeah. hey, would you like to be on a podcast? And they're like, well, we don't do podcasting yeah. right now. Shame on you, Moxie, because <laughs> we're still giving you a plug. Yeah. But um, <laughs> if you see it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's cool. not really controversial. Some some people feel like, you know, why can't you make those connections with your children yourself? But I say if 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 it's something that works for you mm-hmm. and it helps if it's not it. hurting anybody, it. yeah. If it's not detrimental you know. to the kid's development, then sure. Uh, right. you know all the and tools if it's you not for you, then don't guess use what? It. Don't yeah, use it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Beautiful. Do we have a food for thought today? So, yeah, we, we kind of stole our food for thought for there. But while we were talking, I did a, I did a quick search. On you, the fly. It, so yes. good. All right. Let me put on the, the little piece that goes yep. with that. 
And now it's time for your technology tidbit, food for thought. All right. All right. So you mentioned that the the Mama doll in the 1920s cost two ninety nine. Yep. In today's money, in today's dollars, that's forty one fifty five. That's a lot of money. So imagine buying a doll today for forty one fifty five, and that yeah. would be the mama's doll back oh, oh, 100 years ago. Yeah. I mean, I guess right now it seems like it's not super expensive, right. but, you know, $41. Yeah. Wow. So probably only then really wealthy families probably only probably. had those dolls. Yeah, probably. Same and, same thing for the Edison. I remember. I don't remember exactly how much it was, but it was pricey. And so... Yeah, I think I have something on that in here you? that um, initially what the, you know, what it would cost. Yeah. Let me see. While we're doing that, <laughs> tell everybody what we're going to do coming up in the next few episodes. Yeah, so we, we thought we'd do a series on uh, um, disabilities and so like accessibility tech like uh, for screen reader for people who have vision problems, closed captioning for people that have uh, hearing problems. I know I personally can't can't watch TV without closed captions. My hearing isn't good enough anymore. And then they have um, high contrast uh, for websites, the colors, so you have a black background on, in white text, and that has been proven to um, be easier for people with dyslexia to read. Certain you know, I never fonts. thought about that. Yeah. Because I'm borderline myself with dyslexia. I, yeah. Luckily, the words don't jump on the page yeah. for me, but wow, uh, yeah. that's great that and someone came up with that. Yeah, so we're going to do some research. We're going to split it off into like their own episodes because everybody, every, right. every uh, disability deserves its own, uh, own episode. And yes. so we'll go through. They might be a little shorter depending on how much technology is out there right. but there's a lot already kind of baked into like the browser or the operating system um, and so we wanted to kind of do a series of uh, technology uh, on those kind of things because yeah. maybe you do have um, vision problems and you didn't know that there's screen reading software yeah. out there and so we're going to I do didn't some, know yeah we'll do some I research I mean I know work. about making the font bigger for yeah. my nice old eyes yeah, but, but you know there's if there's good stuff out there that yeah. I could use great yeah. do you know if any of this stuff is free some of it but yeah. obviously some's going to yeah, be some of it is going to be uh, you have to purchase it but All for right. the most part I don't think they're like they they break the bank um, but yeah, I'll do some research because I don't know cool. uh, a wide, I don't know, I can't go too in depth just off the cuff. No, no, no. Right. We don't expect <laughs> that, Brad. You're already amazing enough. Okay. So I found in my notes here where that is. Okay, good. So um, I guess in today's dollars, it would be 200 bucks. Oh, the Edison doll? Yeah. Oh my. Lots of money. But you know what? I'm wondering if he just sort of made this to kind of make it. You know, maybe. Like, yeah, I was... mean, they mass. Pro- what could you? Ma- how much mass production could you do in 1890? What five dolls a day, really? <laughs> I mean, you know, the manufacturing back then. That was before Henry Ford did R- automation. Line, yeah. So there was no. Yeah. There was none of that. So I mean, probably eight weeks to yeah. make a doll. I mean, I remember that uh, you know? in the article there they said that so many of the dolls like broke, and so they kept returning it to the manufacturer because <laughs> he outsourced it, and so like the, the company it. did the manufacturing. Because he was just an, an inventor. He just right. wanted to create new things, right. which obviously is totally needed to yes. advance technology. Right. But the nuts and bolts of it, getting down there and actually building the things, right. the, uh, the, after they started coming back like very frequently, the manufacturer was like, yeah, we're out. And, yeah. and they stopped it. And, and if you look at the pictures, if you get a chance to look, the hair on the dolls, oh, yeah. the body style, the oh. outfits, it's 
really bad. <laughs> this is really bad. I don't rough. even think a kid would want that. No. But we don't. What did they have back then? Wooden blocks, right. probably, and uh, the stick in the a hoop, toy right? top. <laughs> 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 We're having such a good time today. I'm sure they had other stuff I in the know. technology. Yeah. Where please don't write in and tell us how wrong we are about what was available in the 1890s. But yeah, I mean, I don't even know what years your bicycles were created. So I think because they know. were because the Wright brothers, right? They were they owned a bicycle bicycle shop, and that's how they built the first plane is using bike parts so look at that yeah i'm telling you this man he's just <laughs> full of knowledge all right is there anything else we should say i think today before we close a little bit short today but yeah. fun and friendly yeah and that's what we like to do yeah. so thank you guys so much for listening uh we do hope as we said at the beginning of the show that you have a merry christmas or a happy new year or whatever you celebrate mm -hmm. we hope it's joyful and we certainly hope the year ahead yeah. is a little better for folks it's been a little tough so sure. thanks again for listening and thank you brad my sherpa guide mm -hmm. through this world of technology we live in always fun to be with you and talk about cool stuff that i don't know <laughs> so great all right you guys thanks for listening we'll be with you again soon for bridging the digital divide here on wctv thanks for listening <laughs>